Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Going down the middle. This Clint Sterner is putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake. Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. All right, welcome back to the Little Rock Touchdown Club. And let's bring in Mr. Sterner here on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Clint, welcome. How are you? Good Monday. Fellas, I'm doing good. How y'all doing? We're good. We're about to, in about an hour, or a little less than that, talk to Tony Dorsett, Cowboys legend. You ever run across him in the hallways in Dallas back in the day? I did not. I did not. He wasn't around much. Um, I mean, obviously, I've seen him at events and stuff of that nature, but, but didn't wasn't around the, uh, the, the locker room much. So, no, no, I had, but that's a... That's a heck of a heck of a uh, speaker, man. Basil's Basil's absolutely killing it, isn't he? He is absolutely, yeah. I mean, a tough act to follow with Peyton Manning, but Wes and I are both lifelong fans of uh, Tony, so I think it's going to be a thrill for us. And looking forward to visiting with him. But uh, look, Clint, um, you know, listen, Arkansas wins again against Kent State, but it was not a dominant performance that people were hoping to see. I think after watching the way they got run roughshod over by Central Florida. Are you concerned about the run game, or do you think these are things that are easily fixable? No, I'm concerned about the run game. Um, I'm concerned about the offensive line. Um, I'm, I'm concerned about the the uh, Dan Enos and KJ Jefferson combination. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think there's there's plenty of, of reason uh, to be concerned. Now, I, I'm not a I don't like the approach, guys. Of well, our game plan was not to run KJ. Well, our, our game plan was this or that. Like, I, I just – I don't think Arkansas is a team that's good enough. Um, it, really, I don't like it for any team, if I'm being completely honest. But I, Arkansas is not a team that's good enough to go out and essentially say, we're going to put our identity on the shelf. We're just we're, – we're not going to be the power downhill run, run team with, that includes our 250-pound running back. I mean, a, a quarterback. I'm, I'm gonna put that on a shelf this week because we don't. We want to keep him healthy. In theory, I understand why you would, but I, I just don't believe that you're good enough to. And, and the first two games will, will will justify that that belief. I just don't think you're good enough to just kind of keep your identity on the shelf until you and, until it's an SEC game, if you will. Clearly, in the second half, they said, "Hey, we we've got to be better." We've got to establish the run. We've got to use KJ Jefferson. And we saw some of that good at that point in time. But to me, you wasted really a game and a half of two games this season um, with something on the shelf that ultimately you've got to, you've got to bring that to the forefront every single game from start to finish. And so, yeah, I'm a little concerned there, uh, Justin, no doubt. You think Arkansas may be a team that needs to throw the ball to set up the run? No, Arkansas can't throw the ball to set up the run. I mean, they're not. KJ's not that guy. I mean, it's, as long as KJ Jefferson is the quarterback at the University of Arkansas, they they are going to have to play bully ball up front 
and run the football with K.J. Jefferson. There's K.J. Jefferson has to be a threat first and foremost with his legs, and then you turn and, and you've got guys in, in, in the receiver room that are bigger-bodied guys that can win one-on-one battles. We saw the Tesla kid. I mean, he's, he's really looked good over a couple of games now going and making plays. But I just don't believe that Arkansas is, a, again, a team that could go in there for a quarter or for three you know, three possessions and go in there, put K.J. in gun, and try to try to you know distribute the, fall, the, the ball around the, the park to open up the run to get a team to drop into you know a seven or eight man zone coverage and then run the football. That's just not that's not who KJ is. I don't believe this receiving core at this point in time is good enough to do that to take that approach. Um, they're going to have to they're going to have to get this thing going down. The good thing is, guys, is we've seen them do it against everybody but Georgia. I mean they they went in they went in to Alabama a couple years ago and and just played bully ball. With Alabama now, I know they don't have those same guys, but ultimately that has to be the approach to KJ as your quarterback. What do you like out of the defense? Well, I didn't like the fact that they couldn't get off the field. West, I, I didn't like the fact that they couldn't get off the field in the first half. I mean, when a, when a team like Kent State can can, I mean, just I mean, I kept the ball over twenty minutes. At one point, they had an eighteen minute of of like twenty four or something something like that. They kept it longer than twenty minutes. In the first half, not being able to get off the field against Kent State again is is a is a little bit concerning. Um, so I, the, the defense overall, I think the jury's still out for me. I, I do like their ability up front to to. Uh, I think they're a little stronger, I guess, up front in the D line area. Um, I, I like the young quarterback, I mean, the young the young linebackers, um, and what we've seen from well, no, not all young. I said the new linebackers. Um, but I, for me, the jury's still out. Is I don't I can't really get a good gauge on how they're going to fare against um, you know the better talent in the SEC yet. The jury's still out on the defense for me, West. Clint Stern joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by MSA Store Motorsports Authority. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously having to run the football with with KJ, I think, was concerning. But apparently, that was their plan going in. West said he heard Coach talking in the pregame that that was going to be their plan just to get him some reps, which. Again, I think it's unfortunate. What, what do you think about the matchup? We'll talk more about it on Friday, but, again, this is going to be the most physical team, I assume, that they've played so far coming up this Saturday. I mean, you think they can live with the way they've been doing things offensively and still get over on a BYU team that I'm guessing will be their most physical opponent to date? No, I, I, I don't. I, I mean, I think that they're going to have to, they're going to, have to change, um, you know, what they're, what they're doing. And here's the other thing is that when I say change, like I can't – it seems everything's getting bounced outside. Right, and, and once you get these running backs, and even if Rockets in there, once you get these running backs going sideline to sideline, they're in trouble. I mean, we're, we're just we're just not getting any push in the middle, and and it, it, the, the ripple effect is is obviously then the running backs keep going side to side, and you have a problem. So I don't know if it's by design in terms of of their running the football out wide. I know they're calling stuff that that appears to be wider outside the tackle type stuff. Um, but but to me, it, again, it's it's getting in the heavier sets, and it's it's getting in between the tackles downhill with with ultimately Rocket and and um, and KJ. I, I think I think they've got to if they can't get pushed, you can't change that. If they can't get pushed up front, then it's clearly an offensive line problem, and and there's no there's nothing Danny knows can do. There's nothing Sam Pittman can do at this point 
Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully it, there, there is a scheme change that they can that, that they'll uh, maybe they'll show it against BYU in the first quarter mm. and get get them running downhill a little bit more. But that I think I think that's got to change. I mean KJ, there was a clear difference this week in the first half and the second half. Whatever their thought their thought process was in the second half, they've got to come out in the first half with that in terms of using KJ. Yeah, how much do you think is physical, and and how much do you think is scheme? Because all you know, we talked about in the the off season was new strength and conditioning coach, and you know, and there were a lot of there was a lot of insinuation the last guy wouldn't get the job done, right? So, how much do you think is scheme, and how much is personnel, or there or the personnel being prepared properly? Well, I, look, I mean, here's the deal: is is there's clearly some scheme things going on with Danny with the change from from what you know Kendall was doing to what Danny knows is doing. Danny knows. I think it's safe to say Danny knows his offense is significantly more difficult. Um, and I don't mean that as in like, oh, hell, what are we going to do? It's just there's a lot more thinking involved, um, particularly when you talk about the pass game. And so you wonder how much time is being spent on that stuff, how much time is being spent on what – and you and I have talked about it, Justin, but we've got to develop KJ and, and, boy, him getting through progressions and him sitting in the pocket and delivering the football. You know, spending a lot of time trying to get that done instead of, you know, what they did in the past, which was a, a run-heavy scheme with with KJ involved in it. I mean, maybe it's some of that. Maybe two games in, now Dan Enos is going to settle in. They're definitely going to take some time for Dan Enos to figure out what the heck he can and can't do with KJ. I just hope that what we've watched the first two games, guys, is is, well, okay, now we know what we can't do and what we really got to lean into. So I think some of it, I think a lot of it's key. Um, I think a lot of it's approach. Uh, and hopefully Dan will find his sweet spot and that'll change. Clint, over on the Southern Structural Solutions hotline text line, someone's asking, is this uh, offense, has it just been vanilla? Maybe they're not showing much? Are you seeing any of that? Well, I mean, Wes, it sounds like from what you guys are being told from the coaching staff and what we heard at the first game, it sure sounds like there's there's whether it's in a uh, you know an attempt to try to keep KJ healthy, or it's an attempt to not show a whole lot, or it's just the the, the confidence that you can go out there and, and handle a Western Carolina and a Kent State without showing anything. Um, whatever it is, I don't like it. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of it. Um, like I said, I I think your identity. Everything offensively for this team, guys, is is starts and stops with the ability to run the game. I mean, run the football. They're just I mean, to, to do anything else and to come out with any other plan or any other um, approach to offensive football, I think is a mistake. And um, I think that's shown to be true the first two weeks. You were right on Texas. You nailed it. You're wrong on A and M. What did you see on uh, Miami A and M? Well, the, the, surprising thing, <laughs> the surprising thing about A&M, the surprising thing about A&M guys to me was the defense. I, you know, I, I think I think they've got they've just got the dudes to line up, especially the defensive side of football. They got the dudes to line up with anybody in the country, and man, they just that was a hell of a football game. They just couldn't get a stop, you know, down the stretch in a critical moment to get the ball back to uh, their offense and 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 take the lead or or you know keep pace with. With Miami, that, that, that thing came down to the defense just not being able to get a stop. And you're right. I was dead wrong with them Cowboys, too, Wes. Oh, that was coming. I was just well, we're ready to talk a little college. Let, let, <laughs> I want to talk about Alabama. I yeah. mean, is this the – is this the? Not, I don't want to say the beginning of the end, but 
Is this team going to be vulnerable, do you think, for the remainder of the season? Are they going to be, and again, Texas is an elite team this year, obviously, but do you think they're going to get things figured out and they can improve, especially in the, in the passing game? No, look, I think they've got a quarterback problem. Um, the, the Milrow kid is, is, is young. He's raw. Um, if, it's, if it's throwing the big ball over the top or, or if it's making a big arm throw at some point in the game, he's going to really impress you. But in terms of, of going out there and just staying out of negative plays, um, you know, again, that, that consistently making the right decision, getting the ball out on time, playing a clean brand of quarterback, he just – that's what Alabama, that's all Alabama needs needs from a quarterback is a guy to be. Now they've had some great ones, but really all they need is a guy that just plays clean and processes at a high level. And Jalen Milrow's not that guy right now. He may be one day, but he's not that guy right now. So I, I think Alabama, Alabama, look, they're going to be Alabama. They're going to win a lot of a lot of football games, but I, I think Alabama's in trouble. Did you stay up late and watch the Auburn Cal game? I did not. I, I did not. I, mean, I, I had a. I had me. A, I, I enjoyed the hell out of my Saturday through the Texas game, and then I had to shut it down. Well, we'll skip that game because it was ugly anyway. Auburn's offense didn't look good at all. Go to the Cowboys. I, I guess you were a little surprised with how well they played, but that defense was and is legit. Yeah, look, there's no doubt. The, the defense is legit, and, and they looked every bit of it yesterday. Now, you, you wonder, because I'm going to tell you, man, the Giants, the Giants have some, some first-round picks on that offensive line, and, and you would think that Evan Neal and the big boy out of Georgia, the other tackle, you think those guys would be better up front. So is it, is it New York just, are they that bad, or are the Cowboys that dang good? I, I know it was a hell of a, it was a hell of a coming out party for Dallas. That's 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 for damn sure. All right, Clint, we got to run. We'll talk more about the uh, matchup this week with BYU on Friday, and uh, I think the line is ten right now. E. Uh, but we'll we'll discuss it on uh, on Friday and get your thoughts. So thanks for the time, my friend. Appreciate Motorsports Authority MSAStore.com for the segment, and we'll do it again coming up in a few days. All right, boys, y'all have a good one. Go home.